Welcome to the Wing Chun Podcast, the Sifu's Stories, the place where the world's most renowned Sifus share their stories and insights. I am your host, Bogdan Brosho. We're here with uh, Sifu Donald Mak, uh, straight from Hong Kong, and uh, I'm very honored to have him uh, on uh, the Wing Chun Podcast. I know he visited uh, my uh, my home country, Romania, a few years back. Sifu Mak, please tell us a bit about how you started out your uh, your Wing Chun journey. What other martial arts did you do, or did you come in contact with, and a bit about you know your history. I see. Okay, thank you. Uh, what on? Oh well, uh, I started um, learning Wing Chun in uh, 1979. It was, I think, uh, 30, 30, 38 years ago. Uh, by that time, I was uh, 17 years old. Yeah. Uh, before I came across Wing Chun, and actually, I came across a uh, uh, different uh, style of uh, martial art, like Hong Kong Choi Lei Fat. But at the end, I chose uh, Wing Chun. It was mainly because uh, first, actually inspired by the uh, the, the movie, the Wing Chun movie. Mm-hmm. It was uh, shown in uh, 1997. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, 1977. That they called the Warriors 2. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah. I love that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a very famous. Yeah, it was a very famous um, Wing Chun movie. That wow! I was inspired by the movement of of, uh, of that movie. Yeah. Then uh, I tried to find a uh, uh, Wing Chun to learn uh, instead of uh, other martial art style. It doesn't mean that other martial art martial art style no good, but mm-hmm. uh, because I found because my for my own physical build, you know, I was only about 165 uh, centimeter. Mm-hmm. That uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a short uh, short guy. Yeah, I found if I do other martial arts style, if I sit in a very low stance, yeah, that you may be an disadvantage to me. So, but I found Wing Chun was on the stand, like a almost like a standing posture without sitting so low, but yet it still can be very stable. So, which uh, attracted me to learn, uh, started searching Wing Chun to learn. Excellent. And secondly, uh, it was because of my Sifu, my Sifu Chao Chi Chuan, that the uh, It was a very, very, uh, very, very good uh, uh, teacher mm-hmm. that uh, he taught me to, uh, uh, with his heart, and uh, and then uh, I once I start the film, then I I, I stick with him for 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 the uh, for for my, the rest of my life. Yeah. So awesome. it, it was because of that then uh, that I started Wing Chun, and I only uh, of course that. I did a lot of research on other uh, martial arts and other uh, kung fu uh, or other lineages of Wing Chun, mm-hmm. but I only stick with my own. That uh, uh, because I think that only Wing Chun that already quite a lot, a lot of things that we can we can learn and we can do on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. I think a lot of people listening right now can relate to to your story because. I know for a fact that a lot of people just start out with Wing Chun because they saw maybe the first Yip Man movie, the second Yip Man movie, <laughs> yes. right? It's true. And, and of yeah. course the third. So maybe that that actually sparked their uh, their interest. I know a lot of my students are uh, are in this situation. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Um, how do you feel that Wing Chun has contributed in your life? Because, for example, here in Bucharest, in our school, we combine the Wing Chun philosophy with personal development just to have, um, you know, better better results and to have a greater impact in, in my students' lives. How do you feel it has uh, impacted your life? Oh, yes. Uh, the Wing Chun, uh, is no doubt that it's a very uh, practical fighting system. Mm-hmm. But to me, from a point of view, that uh, Wing Chun is more than a, just a combat system because it has it has this uh, it can help your mental development and also it has this philosophical uh, aspect right uh, embodied actually embodied a lot of uh, Chinese uh, traditional philosophy uh, thinking in inside the, the inside the system mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you can find of a lot of the the yin and yang ideas, you, you can understand better the yin and yang, that is, you know, yin and yang is one of the Chinese uh, quite old traditional uh, theory that to um, uh, to analyze the, mm-hmm. the physical, mm-hmm. uh, the, the emerge of this universe is yeah. one of the one of the way and it here Inside, actually, it has a lot of uh, the philosophy that lead us for the, uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, that for our, our, our daily living. So, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think it helps have, have me a lot, and also uh, give us a lot of impact on the on on the our uh, daily life. And how do you, uh, how, do you feel, a, hmm? how do you feel? How do you feel that Wang has improved uh, some of your students' lives, for for example? Uh, when we tackle a problem, we know mm-hmm. that there will be a different different views mm-hmm. that we can if we can see 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 on a, a problem or see on an issue that we not only have one one way to tackle it. We have a different way, and also you understand that things will be will be changed. Things mm-hmm. will be changed from uh, with in a different time or, yes. or different uh, space that it will change. So. This uh this is also uh, relate uh to uh to uh, to our life that we understand that uh that things are changing mm-hmm. and then the things can can tackle into different angle and also uh, Wing Chun teach us using a positive way mm-hmm. uh, we not mm-hmm. we, we face a problem we won't go back but it doesn't mean we get away from it we won't go back but we use other angle to deal with it. So that is also it is the 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 mentioned uh, philosophy, mm-hmm. and also mentioned mm-hmm. use a soft approach, use the soft approach that we do not um, against force directly counter the force, but yes. that mean it do not deal with that. We deal with the the force, we still deal with the the, the problem, but we do not uh, directly uh, counter it, and then we use a more Tactical weight, a more uh, skillful way. So mm-hmm. that is the, the the impact that we can we can we can make use of the ancient philosophy. Excellent, excellent. Um, I noticed, uh, you know, you actually reminded me of one of your videos where you were talking about the idea that don't be so concerned with the angles. You know, is it one hundred thirty five degree angle? Is it forty five degree angle? Just use it. Um, just focused on on the outcome right and you were talking about the fact that 
when you're sitting your stance just be aware that the front side should be yin should be soft and the back side should be yang and just allow you to uh, to kick more easily yes would you um, yes. would you develop on this idea a bit more uh, for the people for everyone listening right now how could you i see. yes mm-hmm. i see i see i see, I see your uh, understand your your questions okay. yes this is a very very important of uh, or fundamental idea of the learning the Chinese uh, martial arts mm-hmm. or even learning the Chinese other things like acupuncture, uh, massage, um, Chinese medicine mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. because the fundamentally the, uh, the mentality of Chinese people and the Western people mm-hmm. has some fundamental difference. Yes. It doesn't mean which is better than which but it is have to understand uh, the, the the differences. What's the differences? Uh, Chinese like to generalize think, mm-hmm. generalize generalization, mm-hmm. and Westerns is more analytical. Yes. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> for, uh, so like for example, uh, if we have a a, a box, a box, then we won't say it is uh is a cash box. For putting cash right. or a box of uh, or jewelry, we just use a box so that it can generalize that you can this box can use anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can put you can put the cash, cash jewelry. Mm-hmm. Then there won't be so much conflict. Yes. For Western, for example, it's so analytical. A cash box is a cash box. Then you must put cash inside. Right. A jewelry box is jewelry box. You must put jewelry. But <laughs> if we say it is just a box. Then it will be easier to accept more things. The same things about about our stance. Yes. Because a lot of arguments about the, oh whether our stance should be fifty fifty or seventy thirty yeah. or the angle should be forty five degree or twenty four two five degree. It is that Eastern thinking. When we learn the stance from the, we never learn any degree. Any mm-hmm. uh, uh, any weight distribution. Yeah. We because we just generalize that we know the importance. Why we have to sit on the one leg? Mm-hmm. We sit on one leg is to try to find our center gravity. Because yes. you know, human body we have a three points of uh, center graf- of gravity. Mm-hmm. Cog. The one is in the like a, a little bit lower than the belly. That if if you s- uh, standing on the Yiji Kimyama or the yes. frontal stance, then that will be in the center. Mm-hmm. You sit in the side stance, we call it sometimes we call it Chamkyo stance or Pinson Ma or mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Different lineage, saying different name, it it's not a big deal. But we yes. say the side stance, then our center of gravity is on shift to the one side. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Which, the most, for any sports, it's very important uh, to is to align our center of gravity that into one side. Now, that I'm not trying to use the modern way of uh, saying, but uh, the behind the meaning of it, why we mm-hmm. why we sit on the one stance, we're not saying the 50-50 or 70-30. Yeah. That 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 is the the things. So we try to find the center of gravity that yeah. on the seat on the we aligning the whole body from the bottom of our feet foot. To the head, to the crown of our head, mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. in the one line, in the one line, so that 
this is the whole center of gravity is on the one line, which means your body in the one unit. In the one unit. Excellent. So then when we learn it, when we learn it, uh, my Sifu just taught us, okay, once we find, once you can sit on the one leg, he did not say using the COG, this sort of modern uh, terminology, but he just say, when you sit on the one leg, mm -hmm. then you should be able to raise up your leg without moving your body. And that's what we learn. And that is a Chinese mentality, so-called generalization. I feel that the yes, uh, generalized, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel that the analogy so, with the box is very, very powerful, and I could I, personally, I could see an uh, uh, an application for that immediately. For example, don't just use the say the bongzao is for this situation and this situation. No, it's just a bongzao. Just just do the motion, right? And then you'll find out by yourself how you can use it and what suits uh, you. Exactly, exactly. So that is also the concept of. That I I are using the uh, uh, lay yin fat. I mean, using the different terminology. Right. It's a Chinese lay is theory. Mm -hmm. Yin is the form or the technique. Okay. Fat is application. It's the three levels. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. any form of a technique, like you say the bong sao, then we have the theory or the principle behind yeah. the form of the bong sao. Why we, I mean, the rate, why the elbow raise up or whatsoever. So we have the principle of, of theory behind that. Mm -hmm. Okay, talk about the applications. Actually, application is unlimited. Yes. Because once we have put in different angle, different distance, different energy, we have this field, different elements, mm -hmm. or in different combination of these elements, yes. then we will have different applications to yes. deal with the different situations. Yes. So many people say, oh, the bong sao should use, should use to, uh, for deflection. Some may say, oh, the bong sao should go forward for, for, for blocking. Yeah. It's, or for attacking. Yeah. It's all correct. Yeah, it's exactly. no argument. No argument because <laughs> exactly. that is the generalization. But for the Western mentality, they like to have one application with one name. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, if yeah. you do this application, what is this name? Or the other application, what's that name? <laughs> Chinese is not. Chinese is generalization. Generalize. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. then so that you can deal with all the different situations. But you have to understand. And also Wing Chun, uh, the, the design of Wing Chun is uh, quite different from other martial arts style. Is that it's form. It, I mean our Sidium Tao Chum Kyo Biology is forms mm -hmm. that uh, do not teach you the applications. Yeah, exactly. Only teach you the form I and mean, the technique. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and the principle behind it, yeah. no applications. Yeah. So when it uh, spread uh, to, uh, to Western, they said, okay, then, oh, what's the use of Bong Sao? Then when his teacher told, uh, told, told him or her that, okay, the Bong Sao should be like that, or for, for deflection, just an example. Mm -hmm. Okay, or we direct the force, just an example. Then he think that, oh, Bong Sao can, is only for redirection of force, not rather else. But mm -hmm. actually, it's not. Then, yes. What mentions the design of the form is only for the to the um, to the extent of principles and the technique. Yeah, no application. It's it's very uh, it's helpful sometimes. A lot a lot of applications. Hmm? I, I feel it's helpful sometimes um, to know the idea and uh, not necessarily the application because it sticks into your nervous system and you don't know what happened. There was this situation yes. in my school where one of my students, uh, he was doing for 
two months and a half and he had a situation in the park that he had to defend um, himself and his girlfriend and he just used like unconsciously mm-hmm. just used the last part the last section of the the cinnamon towel bong tan hit yes and he did not yeah. realize what happened what yeah. he did and he just the hands did it by themselves instead of just overthinking yeah. okay what should i do how should i do it mm-hmm. yeah yeah yes, it is yeah Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. But, yeah, so the last part, the palm down and then tan down, it just do because your your elbow raise up, you must go down. Mm-hmm. Just that. You, all the any technique, any applications that when your uh, when your when your elbow is up and then you go down when you go down your elbow, then there's a lot of application from that from that movement already. It's very natural because when you raise up, you must go down. Yeah, down must yeah, go up. Yeah, yeah. So it's very natural. Then applications, many, numerous, numerous uh, application for this movement. So actually, because, I wanted uh, to yeah. uh, save this question for the end, but I feel that it's a better fit right now because we're on the topic. Sifumak, what what do you feel that, um, or what tips can you give for everyone listening? to further improve their understanding of Wing Chun and martial arts in, um, in general, and of course their performance? Uh, yes, uh, from my point of view, that uh, for the improve that you, of course, you need to uh, also understand the Chinese culture, mm-hmm. understand the, the structure of the composition of the of Wing Chun's forms, and then how we train, and then what's the core, what's the core uh, idea or core concept of the prevention? Then that is will be the guideline for them to uh, to develop and train. So I think mean, understanding uh, is very important, and uh, try to think in the Chinese way. <laughs> then you have a better understanding. And how how think people in get more in contact with that uh, with the Chinese philosophy? How would they better understand Chinese way of thinking? Yeah, that's the, I mean that is the that will be problem. That may be uh, I mean for for me then uh, now I, I travel a lot to to make seminars then uh, yeah. for the introduction of Wing Chun or the or my students that uh, I I would uh, talk about the the, the core concepts. And okay. the, the core concept, uh, how the how the the form is designed, and to have them to have a, to lay down a good foundation for them to to develop. Or uh, it is uh, I mean, so they don't have to is, marry uh, a Chinese uh, <laughs> to to better understand the uh, the Chinese culture or move to China. <laughs> yes, that would be a bit difficult. But I think uh, uh, apart from that, uh, you you train hard, hard working, then you will you will also also is the key for the for for improvement yeah. without understanding you just practice and practice if you still if you still be uh, good yeah i i think i think mm-hmm. also you know marrying a chinese uh, uh having a chinese husband or a chinese wife would be the <laughs> fastest and yeah and <laughs> maybe the best way it would be would be fun too. <laughs> yes yeah but yeah mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to uh, write some book, yeah, uh, so that uh, maybe you, you can have to uh, share my idea, share my my understanding of the Wing Chun, so that, uh, for for people, yeah, for the Wing Chun practitioners. I'm trying, I'm working on that, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sifu Mark, what could you? What, what is your favorite Wing Chun related story that you could share with us? Uh, favorite Wing Chun what? Uh, favorite Wing Chun uh, story that you've experienced. Stories. Oh yes. Okay. Oh maybe um yes. Oh when I uh as a beginner when I was a beginner mm-hmm. that when I first uh learned from my Sifu I was very very disappointed with Wing Chun. Right. Because. You know, to, to my knowledge of the, of of martial art, you should you should at least you should be able to move. You should be able to move that uh, uh and then you move and then work with the footwork with the step, uh, with the kicking. But the foot, you know, the first form we learned the stadium tau, you just stay there. <laughs> and now I was I was very confused and very puzzling. Wow, wow, can it can it work? Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, can it work? And it is uh, it puzzled me a lot. And then later I found that oh, again Wing Chun is the design of Wing Chun is very different from from other martial arts style. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. three forms into one system. Mm-hmm. It is it is with progressions. It is not okay one form like other martial uh, uh, martial arts style like Tai Chi or Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. They with the one form inside the form it already contains. The kicking, footwork, stance, mm-hmm, punching, mm-hmm. a lot of things that. But mention it divide into different stages. Oh, mm-hmm. Tao first, we learned with the both the hand technique, the body structure. It requires you to uh, to change with a good body structure, body strict with a good structure, and also learning the hand technique in a stationary position without mm-hmm. any interruption. Or destruction from so others. What, what made continue. you what made you continue despite the idea that you, know, you were doing form all the time? Oh, when I continue that that uh, uh, yes, but luckily that I saw, I saw my Sifu, yeah. he can work. He can choose I work, then it give me confidence. Then yeah. that okay, yes, this is something different, but it works. It, it work. And uh, because of the, my 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 Sifu, yeah. that is in the chi style and the fighting, then he showed me that oh it work, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's just a different design. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Well, we always get motivated to work harder when we get our ass kicked by either our uh, Sihings or uh, our Sifu. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. It's work that motivated from them. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they are the examples that it shows that the system work. Yeah. Even yeah. though we learn the things, looks 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 useless. Looks, uh, I mean. No, of course, it's not true. Mm-hmm. So, guys, whenever you're disappointed with Wing Chun, ask your Sifu to kick your ass and you'll feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, great. Great. Sifu Mark, you're, you're touring the world uh, right now and um, you have schools in, um, you have schools everywhere. What are some tips yeah. that you can share for mm-hmm. people who... Um, who are teaching Wing Chun and want to grow their schools, grow their organization. Um, what can you share in that aspect? Uh, in teaching, you mean? Yeah, in teaching and growing uh, the school. Oh, yeah, actually, like, in growing the school, uh, I, uh, you know, uh, I, I started teaching in about, uh, about 15 or 17 years ago, in 1996, 97. Mm-hmm. Almost twenty years ago, mm-hmm. but I teach on a uh, part-time basis. 
I, I got my own job. I have my own, own daytime job uh, working in an uh, elevator company mm-hmm. or you know, a German uh, German elevator company before. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got my own job. But the, because I love adventure and I like adventure so much, so that's why I still put my spare time to teach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just teach and teach and maybe because uh, I could speak English so that the uh, uh, <coughs> developed both of my students, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, overseas students mm-hmm. came over to me and then to learn from me. Mm-hmm. And then until recently, just a couple of years ago, that uh, I I retired from my uh, from my job and I started uh, teaching uh, on a full time basis. Oh, wow. And you know, I'm not I'm just not uh, not intentionally. I'm not just in, not intentionally want to uh, teach overseas or whatever. It's just my out of my hobbies and mm-hmm. out of my passion mm-hmm. that I want to spread uh, I want to keep this uh, precious art. Uh, to the next generation. That is just so that. powerful. That yeah. is so powerful. I feel that every time they do something with your heart, you know, just yeah. like, the right people show up and uh, good things happen. Good. Yeah. Um, Asifuma, could you tell us a bit about your um, future, um, your future events, and where can people sign up for them? Oh yes. Uh, I'm still. Uh, actually, this uh, the, the first uh, half of uh, 2017. I was uh, already quite busy. That uh, I was in uh, doing seminars, uh, teaching uh, in uh, in Italy, Austria, mm-hmm. Russia, Nepal, uh, uh, and also South America, Colombia. Mm-hmm. And then I will rest for for a few months. Then in the second half of the uh, this year, I will keep on doing seminar in uh, Mexico, China, Hong Kong, and maybe Europe, uh, Middle East. Middle so that will be my uh, coming, coming event in the second half of this year. Excellent. So guys, if you're listening from Mexico, China, Middle East, or uh, Hong Kong, of yeah. course, yes. uh, mm-hmm. you, can, yeah. uh, you can check out the link. I'll post the link in the description. Uh, can people sign up mm-hmm. on a website for your events? Oh, yes. Yes, they can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or on my Facebook, yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So I'll post a link where you can that, yeah. uh, get in touch with Sifu Mark and uh, establish the details for for the events. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Excellent. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your time and for being a guest on our uh, on our podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure, and thank you for inviting me uh, to be the guest of your uh, podcast. Thank you. It was great. Guys, uh, thanks for listening. And um, if you want to support my journey on helping 1 million people unleash their power and uh, heal themselves, um, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. And um, of course, if you're listening from uh, iTunes, go ahead and leave a review. It definitely helps. Thanks so much. And I'll see you you next time. Okay, good. Yeah.